Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. Mrs. Dimity standing on her own two feet in Denver. Sarah, are, are you doing that, Sarah? I, I am not. I am seated after um, uh, scooting down the basement stairs to the podcast studio on my bum because immediately after this podcast, uh, Jack is taking me to the hospital for my surgery on my ankle that's fractured in two places, my right ankle. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have to say someone in the comments um, yesterday mm-hmm. put Bammer down and I love that. I'm like, Bammer down. Bammer oh yeah. Down. I, saw, I saw that. That was very funny. That was very funny. <laughs> and, 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 yeah. 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 So, um, but uh, the one funny thing. So um, I was told by two different or no, three different people, you know, medical personnel, they were like, okay, now, so my surgery's at one o'clock today. And they said, oh, you can't drink anything after 5 a.m. And all I kept thinking was, I'm going to be so thirsty. I'm going to be so thirsty. Like I was dreading it so much last night. It took me a long time to fall asleep because I just could feel like anticipated, anticipated parchness. So then this morning though, turns out we missed a call from the anesthesiologist last night and in his message, and I figure he is the, you know, the driver in this, in this car. He said, um, oh, and you can have clear fluids all the way up until 9 a.m., but then nothing after 9 a.m. And I... (laughs) felt like I had gotten this huge you reprieve. Would, yeah, you're gonna, you you would have done a happy dance if you could have, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. And so then, so, um, so then I had, when um, Alex, our podcast producer got here, I'm like, can you fill up that water bottle and put a noon tablet in it for me, please? And carry it downstairs. And so <laughs> carried it downstairs and we got to talking a little and we were going to start at nine o'clock and I look at the, the computer clock and it says 8.59 and I hadn't touched the water, hadn't touched the noon. And I'm like, I gotta drink that. <laughs> We know you're really good at chugging. Like you, you and I standing in the airport security line. I have never seen you dump out a water bottle. You're like, waste not, want not. I'll waste. just, you know, take down 24 ounces of fluid right now. I did. So I did. So I did that 8:59. I was done with that 24 ounces of grape noon by 8:59. Still, and Perfect. yeah, yeah. So. So now I, I think I can I think I can get through this. You can forge on through. Yes. You can forge on through. Well, um, well, thank you for making time to do this. I know your mind and your body are not in the most um, most positive space, but hopefully, um, I think that these comments in this podcast will pull you into an awesome space because this is our No Limits Challenge podcast. And so this this podcast is really a celebration of um, setting a goal, trying to find some new limits. Um, we had three different race distances. We had a 5K group, we had a 10K group, and then we had a half marathon group. And it was really cool because they all kind of fell into their own little rhythm and the Strava discussion boards were going off and everybody's like, you know, this kind of tight little mother runner family now, which is what always happens with our challenges. And it just makes me so happy because all of a sudden you've got kind of this nationwide network of Mm -hmm. BRFs, right? Yeah, support group. And and I just think people find inspiration, motivation, and a kick out the door where they're, where they're not expecting it sometimes, you know, that, you know, I don't know. That's, I think that's the beauty of it, that, that people, you know, who you don't even know, or maybe you sort of feel like you know them because you're on Strava, then they say something and it's like, oh, wow, that really resonates with me. And the, the people in my, in, you know, who surround me in my regular life wouldn't be saying that or didn't, don't give me that perspective. And, yeah. you know, this person that I've never met in Fairbanks, Alaska gives me that idea. So, yeah. Uh, so it is yeah. really nifty. Yeah. No, nifty. Absolutely nifty. Our challenges are nifty, right, Sarah? <laughs> they sure are nifty. Do they, do they make you chuckle too? <laughs> you know, that's, 
so funny. The reason Dim says that is before we were ever business partners. I don't know why. I just, whenever we would correspond via email or something, I think that was even pre it definitely was pretext that, that I'd be like, oh, that makes me chuckle or chuckle or something. And you were like, you sure do use that word chuckle a lot. <laughs> it's like not never laughing or giggling. It's like, I chuckle, <laughs> I sure which always do. makes me think of chiclets. That's the problem is I'm always like putting the CH and the CH and little, little square K, pieces yeah. of gum. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, anyway, anyway. So, um, so I was kind of the pilot of this episode because, um, cause like I said, you're a bammer down. <laughs> and so we have some music choices. We, we solicited some music choices from our crowd, but I will say that I played a little bit of Dimity DJ just because um, <laughs> I went and listened to some of the songs and I'm like, oh, I don't know that one. We can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that song's been around for a while. Oh, now it oh, all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Dimity, who's, you know, still listening to Taylor Swift. Um, so um, so that's that. And then we also, I decided, um, reading through all the comments, we kind of saved them over the whole challenge. And I found coincidentally mm-hmm. that they lined up nicely with the seven sections of tales from another mother runner that mm-hmm. we use, um, which are like strength, ownership, perspective, ambition, all those kind of really big words. Um, and then we, and then of course we have a race one on this as well, because at the end of the day, that's what this is all about is crossing the finish line, right? Yes, it is. It most certainly is. And we hope that a lot of people maybe are listening to this podcast while they're racing or, you know, if they, if they chose to end on Mother's Day weekend, like we suggested. Um, but, you know, it certainly will carry you through whether you're racing or not. So first up is ownership. Yeah, well, so first, our first, actually, our first song is oh, this our is a first new song. one that I that I kept, Sarah. I'd never heard this. Oh, very good. Um, but I loved it. Have you heard it? It's called Fight Song by Rachel Patton. I don't think I have. I don't think it I have. It's really good. And um, and sometimes I pulled out some quotes, and one of the quotes that I loved was, I still got a lot of fight left in me. Nice. Um, so here's Rachel and her fight. This is my fight song. Take back my life. And here's Elise and her ownership, our first comment about ownership. Elise was in the half marathon challenge. um, And she says, I've never exercised this regularly. I've never willingly done something so hard day after day. I've never been all that interested in sports. And now I read every word of runner's world. And I love learning more about the mechanics of running. And I love thinking of myself as part of the running community. Even though I'm such an introvert, I can't actually get myself to join a running group. (laughs) So she's, it's like the door is ajar and she's about 95% of the way through. One day, Elise, maybe you'll join a join a running group. But you joined our challenge, which, you know. I was about to say, that's a running group. That's that's yeah. a virtual running group, most definitely. Yeah, and I love, yeah. that, love that she hangs on every word of runner's world. world. I know, <laughs> right? I remember those days. I, used to I was just that. about to say, I remember those days. And now I just stare at a stack of them being like, oh, yeah, I should get around to reading those. <laughs> There's we not... love them. We love them. But there is a little bit of a life cycle or, or a, um, not a life cycle, but what's the word? It's just like a continuous like, oh, this is the weight loss special. Oh, here's the 5K challenge. Here's the this. Here's the that. And um, yeah, it's a little cyclical. Yeah. yeah, cyclical. Yeah. That's yes. the word, cyclical. Yes, but uh, there are, so I'll look and I'll be like, oh, I totally want to read that feature, you know, really great profile. And then 
be like, oh yeah, that was six months ago, and maybe maybe I should rip it out and recycle the rest of the issue. <laughs> no, and then you rip it out and you put it in a pile, and you're like, wait, where did I leave that again? Because I really wanted to read it. Or or how many now do I have piled up? So, yes. <laughs> so then we have Cindy, who is also in the half marathon challenge. She says this weekend is the first time I've ever felt like a bammer. I ran eight treadmill miles Saturday as it was raining super hard outside. The most I had ever done on a treadmill was six. I totally chunked it up into two four-mile segments, and it didn't seem bad at all. Then this morning, I decided I was going to run a 5K in my neighborhood as fast as I could and went faster than I thought I could go and got the fastest 5K time that I can recall as an adult. Then a mother from daycare texted to see if I wanted to run with her this afternoon, and I said yes. So I did another three miles with her, and I found a sweaty band. I'm definitely on a runner's high this weekend. I love this training plan and group. I just love it. And then I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this. And then at the end of the day, I ran, oh my gosh, I mean, she ran, what, 14 miles, three of them the fastest she ever has. I mean, that's awesome, Cindy. I know. And also, though, I have to say, I truly think she's a bammer because she only broke it up into two four-mile segments. I got I to gotta say, I would have to slice that pie into much smaller pieces. That is so funny because I, when I was, I'm the, you know, like I said, I cut and pasted these comments that we looked at, and I kind of you know, I, I skimmed over them and I was like, and I read that as 2.4 mile segments. I'm like, how does that go into eight? Well, I don't know, but I, I guess we'll just figure it out when we get to it. And I'm like, oh, it's two, four miles. So yeah, that is a total bammer move. I would be what? I would be like, oh, I'd be, uh, I'd be six. Five. Oh, I, I was going to say, I'd be 16 half miles. So, oh, see, I think I'd be 32 quarter miles. So look at you doing that math so quickly, oh, Dim. Wow. Four, four times eight. It's a tough one. <laughs> All right. And then we've got Julie. Um, any run that I squeeze in my life right now makes me feel like a bammer. Between major projects going on at work, running the oldest to swim practice, dealing with the youngest who has trouble falling asleep and trouble staying asleep and loves to get up way too early, mm-hmm. I'm strapped for time and simply exhausted. I'm on team night owl out of necessity. <laughs> but the simple fact that I go downstairs and get on the treadmill and run, even if it takes me another even if it takes me until 10 p.m. is a huge personal accomplishment and my commitment to a healthier and happier me. Thank you, AMR, for these challenges. They hold me accountable and they keep me focused on my running when some days I'd rather just call it a wash. And then one day of calling it a wash leads to two days, it leads to months of excuses. Plus, I like the intervals, she says. <laughs> so that's Julie in the 10K. And that's there, there's a couple things. Um, I mean, I, some other people have commented that They've learned that they can run at different times a day during this challenge. Oh. Like I know you and I are always like, oh, I got to get up in the morning or I'm never going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with with a training plan and on the accountability that this group offers, people are like, OK, I didn't get up or whatever reason. My my, you know, my little hummingbird of a child, you mm-hmm. know, was up all night long. I'm going to try and go at two. And they realize they can go at two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You can look at your day a little differently. And then, and then I also think it's a, you know, you see, oh, well, well, all the, you know, oh, well, Cindy and, you know, Trisha and, you know, Megan from the 10 K group on Strava or, you know, maybe on our face, our regular Facebook page. Well, they got in their runs today. So the fact that it's, 4 30 in the afternoon doesn't mean that it that today has to be a wash yeah so, it's not it's not over yeah yeah yeah, yes. yeah it is a, it's a huge personal con- accomplishment as julie said so that's that's great oh my goodness um, to go to, to go downstairs at 10 p.m to get on <laughs> treadmill that just sounds exhausting to me so i know so major know. kudos to julie on that one my goodness oh. and everybody who's doing that yeah yes. 
Well, so now's our next song. It's Tightrope by Walk the Moon. couple people suggested shut up and dance with me but i gotta say just the, the tightrope walk the tightrope you know that's what we kind of do every day as mother runners and we mm-hmm. don't always shut up and dance with you you know <laughs> it's about ba- it's a balancing act it's a sure. balance and you know what is so funny about shut up and dance with me though that somebody commented on and i've said it before just out loud mm-hmm. um to a friend because when i say things i sometimes say them out loud you sure do sometimes <laughs> and uh it's the only time i let my kids say shut up like oh. Because, uh, I mean, I, I really, I have a very visceral reaction to the word to shut up. Like, I, I feel mm-hmm. like it's a very violent word. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't, especially don't like, I mean, my kids are not allowed to talk to me like that anyway. But, sure. um, but yeah, so the day, so, so when they do that, you know, I'm like, it's okay. You guys can sing that word. <laughs> <laughs> you give them permission. Oh my goodness. I do. I do. <laughs> so we have a um, pretty long comment from Elisa, who's in, also in the 10K group. And she says, for those who are still struggling, let me share some stories that might make you feel better. This Saturday, I'll be running my seventh half marathon. I've done more than a dozen 5K races and a bunch of trail runs. My office is decorated with race bibs. While I'm never anywhere near the winner's podium, I'm consistent and get it done. Over the years, I've worked with some pretty serious runners triathletes. You know the type, all speed work and lean muscle. Two months ago, one saw that I was wearing Hoka 1-1 running shoes and said to me, Hoka's, huh? I thought they were for real runners. Ha ha. Another, when I posted my post-run stats on Facebook, commented, 11 miles? That's my warm-up. What did you do for the rest of your workout? A neighbor who runs ultramarathons says, I don't understand why you bother getting out of bed for less than 10 miles. I just have to stop for a second. My gosh, I think Elisa needs to move and like work with different people. <laughs> oh, I know. I, she lives in San Francisco where, where, you know, it's pretty type A plus, but yes. Oh my goodness. So, so she goes on to say, and every time one of them says something like this, I want the ground to open up below me because I'm mortified. I feel like I'm some kind of running imposter, but here's the thing that I've come to realize. While I may be in the back of the pack, I'm never back there alone. I have plenty of company and the people I run with, People like many of you are a hell of a lot more fun. So keep at it, ladies, and don't let anyone give you You're doing it, and we're all really proud of you. And then Julie chimes in and says, I often wonder if it's lonely on their ivory tower. I mean, what are they trying to justify to themselves by bringing you down instead of lofting you up? Good for you. And Elisa replies, I'm sure that the ivory tower has a treadmill, personal trainer, and a meal plan. <laughs> Touche. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. I, yeah. I mean, when I read that Facebook response, I was like, holy cow. First of all, who says that? And second of all, who does 11 miles for a warm up? They're running from something. So Elisa, <laughs> you, at least you're grounded and have ownership of yourself as a runner. And you're not, not completely obsessed and, you know, ignoring the real problems in your life by trying to just run them all into the ground. Yeah. Oh, no my God. Oh, my God. I mean, that just, I just, I mean, I think it's terrible that people have those thoughts when someone says that, but then to verbalize them is just, it's just outrageous to me. Hashtag no filter. Hashtag dickhead. (laughs) Hashtag douchebag. My gosh. Hashtag douchebag. Um, I can guarantee you that probably, I would say all three of those people were males. Oh, that, yeah. that mm-hmm. made those kind of comments yep. about the running shoes, about the 11 miles and bothering getting out of bed for 10 miles. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, I guess men are good for something, but they're not good for being sympathetic <laughs> towards. And the best line that I love uh-huh. is that um, while I may be in the back of the pack, I'm never back there alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I should say Elisa was has an has an essay in our book. She's the one that um, ran the Nike Women's Marathon three times. If you've if you've read it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So we're moving on to perspective. So um, Aubreen, I believe, is how you say your name. It's a pretty name. Um, who is in the five k? Um, and she writes for anyone that has kids and doubts themselves. Today I chaperoned my son's field trips, and he was and he is buddies with a girl from his class. They are both nearing five years of age. She told me she heard I was a runner, really fast and could run really far. She was very impressed. She heard I got medals and thought that was so cool. I don't think I'm fast or a great runner, but seeing through these kids' eyes how great I really am, no matter the distance or speed, really pushes me to do more. I never really knew my son was bragging about his mom, which is awesome. So just wanted to say you are better and more awesome than you might even give yourself credit for. Oh, that's so nice. I love that. I love the little like five-year-olds chatting up their moms. Like my mom, she's faster than you. She's got more medals, you know? (laughs) It's, it's very sweet. And that, um, yeah, I like that it's, that it's her son bragging to a girl about this. It's like, oh yeah, how can I impress, you know, little Hannah? Oh, okay. I'll tell her about my mom. (laughs) I know. And then it comes back to her. And that's just, I love that. I love I mean, you know, the games of operator, things get mixed up, but in this one, it's good, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah, hopefully, uh, that's exactly the message that she, gave, the son gave. And hopefully he'll <laughs> yeah. continue to brag about his mom through high school. And, you know, yeah. when he's trying yeah. to woo the girl on the cross country team or something like that. <laughs> My mom, she can run a 455 mile. What can you do? <laughs> right. Oh, so Heidi, who's in the 10 K group. She says, I absolutely love the fact that yesterday's four miles didn't even phase me. Once upon a time, that would have worn me out for the day. Now it's a piece of cake. Smiley face. Smiley face. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of training plans. And, it, you know, and not to, we won't dwell on your comeback yet because, uh, you know, that's yet to be TBD. But honestly, like, it is so cool when you go out and, I mean, you know, you've experienced every time you train for a marathon, oh. you look at a training plan, you look and you're like, 20 miles. How am I ever going to do that? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you get, you run 20 and then the next, you know, is a cutback week and you're at 12 and you're like, Oh, 12. That's just not- 12. Yeah. 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 You know, just 12. And so, you know, I mean, it can happen at any distance. It's 10 K distance. And I mean, I honestly feel that way about four miles, five miles. I mean, I think I might save my 6.2 mile run for the <laughs> my Olympic triathlon. <laughs> so I want to actually, you know, go that far before I really have to. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so our next song is um, from New Politics. It's called Harlem. And uh, the lyric that I love in this is when it's too hard, I light it up. it up i like that i like that i heard that's in a taco bell commercial though when i was looking around oh, for no. that oh no so, sorry you, if you want to go running for a gordita right now don't <laughs> don't stop yourself yo, yo taco bell uh. <laughs> i don't even know what they have these days have you even eaten i have not eaten a taco bell i i can't even tell you the last time i ate there i suspect that alex our producer might eat it no he said no he was chuckling at us talking about taco bell so <laughs> do you remember ever eating a taco bell were you a taco bell person oh no oh no. no 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 we also i mean i used to live in san francisco and i live in portland you know i can get 
you know, two dollar tacos that have you know all farm Real fresh ingredient. Yeah, you know, chickens that weren't you know they were raised in a in a kind manner and you know got to peck around at grass and and inchworms all on their own. You know that sort of thing. So no, I, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we've just potentially killed Taco Bell as a sponsor. Oh, dang, and yeah. And World, maybe, too. <laughs> right, I know. Anyway. I know. I All know. right, here's here's Kimberly's perspective. Is that what we're on? Yes, we are. Yes, yes, we are. It is. Okay. Um, she says, um, and she was also in the 5K, um, my legs felt lighter today. I'm starting to feel that the first mile is hard, the second is encouraging, and the third I can fly. I practiced moving my feet a bit faster, and it didn't hurt. Thanks everyone for the support. I would have given up if it weren't for this community. And I, I love that, that, that progression. First mile is hard. The second is encouraging. That's a good word. And the third, I can fly. Yeah. Like, I love that. You just kind of get stronger with each step and more confident, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost, I see an image of you know, an airplane that's kind of, you know, starting down the runway, kind of slow, kind of being like, oh, is this really going to work? You know, yeah. and then, and then, you know, then you start a little lift off and then woo, you're heading up through the clouds and the sun's breaking through and through and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely a good feeling. So Stephanie in the 10K group, this, and bear in mind, these are comments from throughout the challenge. These were not gathered right to right now toward the end. So uh, Stephanie in the 10K plan says five weeks down, 10 to go. I am so glad I signed up for this challenge as a new runner doing my first five mile run today felt like the biggest accomplishment of my life exclamation point. And it uh, most definitely was, I mean, five miles, that is, there's something because I don't know that I think five is a very powerful number. You know, you have five fingers, five toes. You, know. <laughs> you do stand yourself five toes after your ankle break. I do. You, you lose one of those. I okay. Make sure I was going to tell you, you know, that you know what the most harrowing part of surgery is. I mean, I've had it. I, so I've broken my left wrist and had to have, you know, some hardware in, which is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they, they put an X on that arm, which I know oh, they yeah. do it yeah. to, you know, make sure that they don't, you know, cut into your left ankle. But it's it's a little like, okay, uh, am I really leaving this to professionals? Uh, <laughs> can I tell you that I thought last night when I was having trouble falling asleep, I thought, oh, maybe I should write like Bammer in black Sharpie on my right knee or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, they have to like sterilize everything and I they'll know, probably yeah. wipe it off with, you know... <laughs> You can uh, do it though. Do do it. Take a picture before you know. You got to take a picture before it goes in. Let's take a before and after. Will yeah. you do that? Uh, I can. I can get Jack to do that. Probably. I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I have. I have a little trouble looking at it. So although I looked at it at the doctor's office on Monday. So. Okay. Um, All right. Yes. So here goes Shawnee, who was in the half marathon challenge, but she was coming off an injury. Um. Here's Shawnee, who is in the half marathon challenge, but she's coming off of an injury. So she's talking about the 10K that she ran halfway through. I'm totally celebrating my 10K first run for just me. Holy crap, PR. And I wanted to share with y'all two highlights. First, similar to an earlier Bammer who posted here, I had one of those, whoa, the training plan really pays off experiences. The huge hill was not so hard as I feared. My pace blew me away and I felt really good. I am totally psyched to continue the training. Second, totally delightful num- second, totally delightful moment number two. Fairly close to the three mile mark, this kid, maybe nine years old, lopes up beside me and starts talking my ear off. He told me about how fast his brother runs and how he hates the first half of a race because he feels like you're running away from your goal and how he wasn't going to run this 10K, but then he signed up for a 20K in May and his mom said he should probably do this one, but he didn't have time to train. He high-fived me at mile three at my request. And at the 3.1 mile turnaround, he looked at the clock and said, oh, at this rate, we'll finish in 54 minutes. 
he could be my child, right? So, <laughs> this is a really bright nine-year-old. That's all I have to say. I, know, I mean, I think he's not nine, but anyway. <laughs> and, anyway, uh, and I thought, no way. My A goal was to bring it in under 62 minutes. I said, nice bait, nice pace, kick butt, kiddo. And then he sprinted away. Totally made me smile on the inside. Outside, I was all game face. <laughs> all I can figure is that I must radiate that I am the mom of adolescent boys. They find me everywhere. She's a she's a beacon for boys. Uh. She's a beacon for boys. I love that. But I hope a nine-year-old, well, maybe a nine-year-old can run a 20K. That just feels like a long way to me for nine-year-old legs. But And also, he, he just seems really tuned into all that. It's like, oh, look at this incredibly erudite child who has come up next to me. He's going to give me all this training perspective and our splits and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and so the next song is Back Home by Andy Grammer, because no matter where you are, Shawnee, they're always going to find you. Back I'm digging Andy Grammer. I actually found out about him when we posted on our Facebook page about some new music suggestions. And, and so when I was putting together a list on Spotify, I was like, oh, okay, who's this Andy Grammer? So uh, that was yeah, that was a couple months ago. I don't live under a rock exclusively. So um, so this next time. So are you, are you saying that I do live under a rock with my music choices, Sarah? Um, that is what you heard. I did not say that, no. <laughs> it was, it was, in, it was intu- what's intuited, insinuated. In, implied. Implied, it was not but... implied. It was not. Yes, it was. <laughs> anyway, we won't, we won't get into a little spat about it. Um, I'll be nice because we've got a bammer down. Yeah. So before we get to our next song, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with more music and quotes. So Jen, who is part of the Half Marathon Challenge, she says, I live just outside of Washington, D.C., so there are countless amazing places to run. Due to various training schedules, my running buddy and I have never been able to pick different areas to run just for fun. This next month or so, we are making sure we do. Some of the runs require us to drive farther than the run itself, but it's been so much fun to plan. Today, for example, we drove to DuPont Circle to run through Embassy Row to the National Cathedral. I'm also grateful for a husband and son that fully support these extra runs on top of my actual training runs. And oh my goodness, that is one of the things I love most about training is just kind of daydreaming where I'll go on runs and what I'm going to see. And uh, yeah, so I mean, my training partner, Molly, and I often do that. It's like she'll find out about some new um, training place. And then, oh my goodness, she stopped by on Sunday to, to visit with me for a little bit. And she had gone running that morning and found a totally new park. And that's what I dream about, literally dream about, is that I'm going to find this whole section of Portland that's really close to my house, yet I've never run there. And so so I thought, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, oh, no, it is a brand new park that just opened about a week or two ago. It has. Oh, a, wow. Yes. So it's um, it has a um, I can't even begin to pronounce the name. It has a um, Native American word as its um, name. And um, and it even has a little floating H in it. It was kind of intriguing to me. Um, um, that all the other letters were capitalized and the second letter is an H and it's smaller and it's raised like, you know, like a, instead of a subscript or, you know, like a, to, like, 
for like the Mick of McDowell, but but yes, it just has or I was H. gonna say I was gonna say H two, you know, the take the two in H two O, but but raise it up, um, yeah. So um, so it has all, it has um, it's really pretty water feature, and she's like, look, and it has, and I guess there's these special bathrooms here in Portland that she knew the name of that are. Um, I didn't know the name of them, but they're you know not just your your run of the mill porta potty, and it has water. They didn't fountains. have a floating H in the bathroom. Name. <laughs> bathroom. So, um, so it just and it just looks so new and nice, and they're having this grand opening in a week or so, and I was like, wow, you know. So now I'm all excited to go. So I understand Jen's um, excitement in going new places, and I have to say, DC is such a fantastic place to run. Well, there's so much to see there. I mean, it reminds me of running in Central Park. I mean, that was the same loop, but you never, it was never the same loop twice Mm. because of the people watching and the, just all everything going on. There's lots of good stuff. Yeah. 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 I have enjoyed many a run. I have to say in Washington, DC with my best friend from high school, Courtney, who I talked to last night because she, totally shattered her ankle last year and so i remember that sarah now i don't know that's kind of interesting and so how is she doing is she back to um um, she she's improving her injury was um far worse than mine unfortunately and and um but she gave me advice and i got a a, um a device because of her it's called an eye walk and it is kind of will make me look like a peg leg from the front but it's in lieu of a knee scooter and in lieu of crutches and huh. yeah, so she um, sent me a link to it. And what what is it? Is it like a it's, peg? It's a peg leg. So you attach it. So um, you know, so you bend. If you can bend your knee to a ninety degree angle, you attach it, and it kind of goes. There's some attachments that even goes all the way up to um, almost right in front of your hip. And so then it is like a peg leg that has a very um, skid proof, sturdy. Um, I don't want to say foot, but because it's not shaped like a foot, but you know, a landing pad yeah. underneath. So that goes right underneath the knee. And they say that anyone who can walk upstairs without having to hold onto the handrail, like in their normal life, that they can use this because it is, I guess, a little bit of a balancing act. Sure, sure. Um, so, wow. so yes. oh, that's so cool. We we need a picture of that too. We need a picture of your peg leg. Yes. So she Start just calling you. Hi, Mighty. Hi, ahoy! It's Sarah here in Portland. We're and we were wondering what to get you. So Maybe we'll get you a parrot for your shoulder. <laughs> and, and then and the parrot could fly to like Jack and be like, she needs a glass of water. Yeah. Ah, more noon, more noon. Yeah, more noon. And so Courtney did say that, that whenever she would, you know, answer the door, kind of catch people unaware, she said they'd be kind of freaked out and because they would think, oh, you know, that she that she was missing part of her limb and she would turn to the side and be like no you know here it is and um so uh yeah so i'm thinking I, it's gonna arrive um i use jonna's prime account on amazon and so it's gonna arrive here by friday and um because um I, i've told you that phoebe my older daughter has a huge dance performance uh friday and saturday and i really really want to get to go to it she's been training all year for it at school so so I think it's going to help me get in and out because I am not talented on crutches. Just, <laughs> it's not a skill I possess. So I've never had to try those. So yeah, I mean, I was thinking about those yesterday. And I'm like, that it would be hard for sure. Oh, on it's and it's also that first step. You know, I stand up to you know head to the bathroom at 2 a.m. and it's like, oh, oh, am I going to fall here in the dark living room or trip over the cat, which I almost did last night? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller, so, get out of the way, Miller. Miller, Miller, out of the way. So um, I, I do like the idea of getting you a parrot, though, and then you could fly around the house and say, "Sarah, want a cracker? Sarah, want a cracker?" I have to say, because... for for the record, um, I can't stand cage birds. They really freak me out. 
<laughs> you like birds of prey. I, I love birds of prey, as I exclaimed in Pennsylvania when we were driving from Pittsburgh to Philly. Look, a bird of prey! Um, <laughs> and I love the word raptor, um, which is another way of saying bird of prey. And okay, um, Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what a raptor I, I don't know what a floating H is, but I do know what a raptor is. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was, there's other people listening, too, Dim. I could have been people informing them. I don't know what a raptor is. They oh, just, I don't. I didn't know when I, I had to write an article about uh, Raptor at my first magazine job and I did not know what one was. So oh, okay. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. you live in Colorado, you know, you got a lot of them Raptors out there, you know, growing up in Connecticut, you don't really know what a Raptor is. <laughs> all right. All right. We got to get back to this race thing. So, um, so Raptor or not, the support is huge, right? Mm-hmm. For challenges. I mean, and that's part of the Strava groups. That's part of, um, you just knowing that people are going through the exact same thing as you are. So here's um, Marcy, who was in the 5K. Thanks for keeping me on track. I missed an entire week due to a respiratory infection that flared my asthma. Thanks to the encouragement from this group, I got off my rump and ran three days while on a beach vacation this week. I would have never done that in the past. We were in a super hilly location, so I checked out the gym and ran on a treadmill for the first time in my life. I was a bit intimidated by the super fit people around me, but figured they couldn't really care about the fat, slow lady running behind them. Those are her words, not ours. Mm-hmm. Um, running next to them. I completed three runs, so now I'm just one week behind everyone, hoping to catch up slowly over the rest of the challenge. Thanks for all the encouragement. You're such a great group of running pals. And um, of course, then, and then, so what happens is Marcy posts that, and then everyone's like, oh, this is great, this is great, and I did this, and I did that, and I missed a workout, and so it's, it's this nice um, solidarity that mm-hmm. um, you feel like. I've been um, texting our Denise, who helps us with heart strides. I just realized that I needed accountability, um, just, and I know that sounds ridiculous given that, you know, I, my athletic history, but these days I just need accountability. I just need to tell somebody that I got up and worked out. Hmm. Um, but not be in their face, you know, and Denise was needing that too. So I'm just like, let's just text each other, you know, just say, got it done, got it hmm. done. You know, that's, I did that once um, with a writing partner. Oh, nice. And, um, and it would really just, you know, it just makes you, you know, it's not a big deal, but it, it is a big deal. Yeah. And, um, and so last Friday I was like, I'll be honest, I'm not going to get it done today. I am so tired and I've got, you know, these millions of things to do and it's just not going to happen. And, um, and she wrote back and she goes, thank you for being honest. It helps me to be honest too. Oh, yeah. Um, so, nice. so anyway, nice. Well, we all need it. We all need a great group of running pals, whether it's on Strava or whether it's somebody you text or, you know, give, yeah. give a call to. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, um, and that's unfortunate. I do have to say though, I, I, I feel badly for these people who feel judged whether verbally or, you know, just internally, I, I just want to remind people, I think people are so trapped inside their own heads, worrying that their gray hair is showing or that they have panty lines or, you know, that, I don't know, that they don't have buff enough biceps or something. I think people are so consumed with their own, with their own perceived shortcomings that they're not noticing the people next to them on the treadmill and, and judging. And, and well, that's think- the thing. Everyone's so wrapped up in themselves. You're absolutely right. Everyone yeah. is so wrapped up in their own being. Mm-hmm. They don't really, you know, notice you next door unless, you know, you happen to like, they want, they're in a competitive mood and you're going faster than them on the treadmill and then they want to oh, beat yeah. you, but it's not about you. It's about them mm-hmm. feeling like they're not measuring up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that is so true. And I mean, and the reality is, is, you know what, you're out there and getting it done. I mean, that's just, that's just so um, important. And I mean, so if nothing else, 
you know, if you feel like these people are casting judgment on you, flip it around and say, they have respect for me. I am here and I am doing it just like they are. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, I may not look the stereotypical runner type. I just, it is, it's super hard for me to read that. And, um, and I just hope that, uh, people just, you know, just, you put on a little plate of armor when you have to head to the head to the gym and just be like, okay, I'm just going to do what I need to do. And then I'm going to go, you yeah, know, and, and just find some pride in it. I mean, the, the, yeah. everybody in the challenge, everybody listening to this podcast is doing more than what, you know, 85, 90% of the rest of the people in this country are doing on a oh, I weekend. Would get, I would put that up to 98. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in Portland, so it seems like everybody's out there running. So yes. So, but you know, just, just really take pride in your accomplishments and the fact, you know, you got through this no limits, you pushed through, you found, you know, things that you thought were your limits are, are just in your rear view mirror now. And you are just going to soaring to new heights that you never thought were possible before. So that brings us to Brooke, who's in the half marathon challenge. And she says, what do you do when two friends ask you to run with them on the same day? You say yes to both. The first three miles with a quote, new runner friend who I've known for years through our kids at school, but we just started running together around our neighborhood. The second three miles with a friend I haven't seen in more than a year. And we got to catch up along the Springwater Trail here in Portland. I thought this was Brooke Thames. (laughs) Um, And... During our run, she asked me, so what is the whole Another Mother Runner community? Smiley face. We talked about Sarah, Dimity, the website, the books, the merch, the challenges, the tribes. I know my ears were burning dim were yours. Uh, (laughs) I couldn't help but be so thankful for all the positive encouragement and new friends I have gained in the years since I discovered AMR. I love all the support and kudos, and I have decided that running is one of my love languages. Is that possible? I love that. I love that. And and um, Brooke was in our first challenge last year, our Prove It challenge. And she, um, the race that she chose to culminate is Hippie Chick, which is, as always, the Saturday before Mother's Day, just outside of Portland. And so I gave her, you know, she brought her shirt to put on, her, her Prove It shirt, Proved It shirt. And um, it was just very exciting to get to share that with her. And she had me put her Proved It medal on, and she had her Hippie Chick medal on. And so it was very exciting. So um, I, I do want to say that I'm sorry that I'm going to not be at hippie chick this weekend um it is a bummer yeah it's a bummer. yeah so i mean i think i won't be adept enough on my peg leg to be to be there i'm thinking you know give me a little time to get practice and it's on a on a field so it's uneven and everything so yeah um, yeah we don't need another bammer leg down so let's let's not do that and yeah. i mean honestly you're going into surgery let's 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 uh you know be um yeah Keep expectations low so that if you when you exceed them, you'll be like, oh, I found some new limits. Woohoo! <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, Sarah, you want to introduce the next song? Sure. It is I Lived by One Republic. I got to tell you my um, my one Republic story. Um, we, a friend and I, went to go see, well, Sarah Barillas open for them. They're a Colorado Springs band, which oh. is odd to me um, that they've, they've, they've made it to the big time for sure. And uh, and so Sarah Barillas opened, which is, it was an odd combination to start with. Mm-hmm. And then after her like lovely piano and, you know, melodious voice and, you know, lyrics that I love, one Republic came out and we just looked at each other. We're like, oh, I can't handle it. It's like a boy band. It's not a boy band. It's like a more mature boy band. And, and that song, I Lived, is a beautiful song. And they've got, um, I watched the whole thing, this this video online about this um, 
kid who has um, cystic fibrosis mm. and it goes through his whole day and um, it's, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Um, but anyway, so I left the One Republic concert <laughs> at Red Rock. So this is my atoning for that sin. Um, oh, I gotta say I'm right there with you. I'm not a fan of One Republic. I find them a little depressing. Yeah. Okay, dark. well, yeah. they are a little dark. Um, okay, so now we're moving on to the joy, the sentiment of joy that, that running brings. Um, Rachel in her 5K. Today, it was finally my turn to run. You ladies have been so inspiring to watch through the first five weeks as you've gotten out there and hashed out hundreds of miles together. Today, I am five weeks postpartum. I was going to wait the six weeks, but yesterday, I just felt determined to start today. I decided it was best not to fight that feeling, lest it disappear before next week. My husband is great, and the second he got home from work, he grabbed the baby and sent me on my way. I can't believe how liberating it felt to let my legs fly once again. Definitely a run I'll never forget. Oh, there's that there's that verb fly again. Flying. We're all flying. Mm-hmm. Hope you're flying through your race. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, I totally remember the, the first post-baby runs. Those are real standout ones. Yeah, I don't uh, think I would have used the word the verb fly to uh, <laughs> describe my post baby runs, but, but no, but it's boat, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the it's in the head that you feel the flying. The head, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. So we have Cindy who's in the half marathon challenge, and um, I like this one. She says, "Does anyone else have running dreams? I've recently had two great running dreams, good ones, not the ones where you're running and aren't going anywhere." Last night I dreamed I was at my parents' house and my mom said, hey, I signed you up for a 5K that starts in an hour. (laughs) I was wearing jeans, a t-shirt, and flip-flops. I had my running shoes in my car and put those on, but had no other options for the jeans and t-shirts. It was cool, though. I wasn't worried. So the race started, and I was also running with my work laptop. <laughs> Not sure what. Burn, burn much, Cindy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I dropped the laptop at mile two. I was going so fast that my shoes came off, so I finished shoeless. I also won the whole race with a time of twenty-one thirty. That's six minutes faster than my current time. When I woke up, all I could do was smile. It was an amazing dream, and a little piece of me was like, "I wonder if I can do that in real life." <laughs> <laughs> I love Therapy. that she. I love that she remembers that it was twenty one thirty. Like twenty one thirty, yeah. And she had her laptop, yeah. <laughs> That's really really impressive. Running in jeans with your laptop. Good job. Good yeah. job. Um, Amy in the ten k says running with my sister and eventually other friends really helped me to find myself after having two babies in fifteen months. Holy cow! Yeah. How is that possible? She must have. Wow. Can yeah. you have two babies in fifteen months? Because yeah. isn't it nine months? Well, I think she means 15 months apart. So she had baby number one or whatever uh-huh. it was. And then 15 months later had the other uh-huh. baby. That's what I'm thinking. You know, kind of a, right. a little Britney Spears like, yeah. Okay. Or it could have been an adoption. Amy, we love you either way. We're sure your, your kids are adorable. But um, okay. Cross Amy off our sponsorship <laughs> list. <laughs> God, we're just like cutting people down left and right. No, we're just, we're just trying to figure out the math. Anyway, Amy, this is the best part. I felt so full, which she put in capital letters, today while I was running. So full of happiness that I get to do this. So full of love for myself that I choose to spend the time away from my kids to be a better mom. And um, and the next song is um, by Brandy Carlisle, and it's called Mainstream Kid. Um, and the lyric that I just adore over and over and over again is, I am a legend in my own mind. Um, I just... Uh, this this song has been like the soundtrack of my life for like the past or not this, this song this album has been the soundtrack of my life for like the past two months and um so every time this comes up i'm like yeah i'm a legend in my own mind and i'm like yes and i'm putting it on the challenge podcast <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> 
So this next one's from Amy, who's in the Half Marathon Challenge. So I've taken this week's tip to heart. Not only have I gotten ready for bed immediately after dinner, but I've been asleep by 8.30 the last two nights. It has made a big difference in my 4.30 a.m. treadmill workouts and my productivity at work, too. Although I haven't spoken to my husband much. (laughs) (laughs) Something's got to give, Amy, you know. (laughs) Uh, Since I don't have to run according to my schedule tomorrow, just cross-training, I'm going to live it up tonight and stay up until 9 p.m. (laughs) Woohoo! That's my dream. You dream about parks. Um, uh, You know, we have other dreams about 21, 35Ks, and I'm always like, oh, sleep. Give me more sleep. So nice job, Amy. Because what we did in the the newsletters every week is we just gave a small change that might help them – you know, just become a better runner because sleep helps you become a run- better runner. So getting to bed early. Oh, particularly for that, a 4.30 treadmill workout. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. Mm. Um, okay, so Karen, after um, who's in the 10K, says, after a long night shift, all I wanted to do this morning was blow off my run and read tales from another mother runner. Which we heartily support. I was going to say, we condone that decision. Yes, yes. Um, but I decided to run. Best decision ever. I feel so much better, and I love the ding sound my phone makes from getting kudos on Strava. I joke with my husband that I run just for the kudos. Well, I totally remember that comment. That made me laugh. Yeah, that's a, and that's that's huge. I mean, again, it just those like little likes, you know. Mm-hmm. People like when when people like your runs, you want to keep doing them. Yep, yep. Thumbs up, thumbs up. I want more thumbs up. Yeah. So this next song is Geronimo by Shepard. So say Geronimo. So this next chapter, if you will, is strength. And it's Meredith, who's in the 13.1 challenge. I feel I'm reading all comments by half marathon. <laughs> they, they, were, they were a very chatty group, I got to say. Like going through the 10Kers were like this, this strong, silent type. Uh-huh. Um, and then the 5Kers um, were more chatty. But uh, but yeah. And so this and they also had the, the most number of people too. Mm, so it's that's, not that's true. in proportion. You know? That's true. Yes, yes. All right. So Meredith says, today I'm running my miles for my father-in-law. And I just had to put this little thought out in the world to people who would understand the intention behind it. He's battling lymphoma for a second time in a year and a half and his check-in appointment with the doctor today will determine where his care goes moving forward. Running is as meditative as I get and today I will hold a positive intention in my heart that we will hear good news. Thanks ladies for creating a positive space here. And we really hope that the news was good Meredith and um, we love that the feeling is of a positive space that's really um very wonderful to hear that that's how the amr community on strava um feels so glad yeah. to hear that. and in positive intentions in your heart there's a lot to be said for just carrying them with you through the miles mm-hmm. um there's also a lot to be said for strength training whenever you can so this is joanne also in the half marathon and she writes um so i just got busted sneaking in some strength training at the office in a conference room in between calls caught in the act doing plank would have been easier to look innocent if I was doing squats, but no, there I was on the floor on my elbows, staring at the timer on my phone. Seriously, doesn't anyone knock anymore? <laughs> um, and then some of the comments coming back. So you want to read the next one? Yeah. So she says, hilarious. I just put a curtain over the window between my office and the hallway. I work in a fishbowl so that I could plank without being watched. Another one says, um, I was standing next to my patient's bed during squats. My patient was on a breathing tube and sedated, so work and strength training are all done together. Oh, Laugh out loud. Yeah. 
<laughs> and um, then there's, uh, haha, this also made me laugh out loud. I have done lunges and squats to stay awake when I have been assigned one-on-one with a patient, and I'm a little worried someone might come into the room. Sounds like there are a lot of doctors, nurses, PT people doing stuff. Yeah, well, then there's, there's one teacher who says, um, this reminded me about a fellow teacher who, in the middle of a conversation with me, dropped to the floor and began her push-ups. We're <laughs> talking. Just had, the students were at Unified Arts, and she had a few minutes to spare. I think if the mood and opportunity strikes us to multitask, go for it. I would be like, did you drop something? (laughs) I know, right? Can I help you find your pencil? Um, So uh, this next one I think might get people moving, not be able to stand still. It's uh, Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson. Yeah, that falls in the overplayed category, but uh, so I have to tell you, so we did that trip to Atlanta. Um, Denise and I went on a kind of a stealth mission just for one party on a Tuesday night that turned out to be an excellent, really fun party. So thank you, Atlantans and others for coming out. But um, we're driving. So we landed, we went to the hotel and out and, you know, a little bit dragging because we've been traveling all day. So we're driving to the party and I'm like, okay, I got to hear like Uptown Funk or something like that. I need something to kind of get me going. And I turn on the radio and of course it's right on. And then we're leaving the party, you know, five hours later, and it's on. So go to bed, um, get up the next morning to drive to the airport. Guess what the first song is? No <laughs> way. And I was like, okay, this is totally overplayed, but I have to say I'm not sick of it. This Are is you the... sick of it? Um, I don't listen to it all that much because I see I kind of anticipate being sick of it. So I'm like, oh, I won't listen to it and change the radio. So as a result, I haven't heard it all that often. And there's some line in there that kind of drives Daphne nutty and I'm not remembering what it is. So she always asks to have it changed. Oh, so, fun. but but it sounds like your rental car was just like the Uptown Funk rental <laughs> well, car. Mark, Mark Ronson rented it before us, apparently. <laughs> yeah. he, he likes the, you know, Chevrolet Cavaliers or whatever they are. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, oh, wait, there goes Chevy for a sponsor as well. Gosh, <laughs> we just knocking things down. All right, Ambition. Ambition is next. Um, and um, this is Erica coming in. Um, she was uh, came in, she started the challenge in the 10K and then decided that the 5K was a better fit from her because she has a an injured foot and ankle, Sarah. She's got mm-hmm. us both wound up in, in her. <laughs> yeah. So at the 5K, at the very beginning, she wrote, Hi, all. So excited to begin today. I was just thinking that in the last four years since having my daughter, I have focused on work and her, and I have gained weight and lost myself a bit as a result. Being a mom and a career woman are great, but there are sacrifices for sure. I miss running as an activity that is just for me. And it lasts beyond the run itself. I feel better all day long. So yeah. just a little, yeah, you can feel better all day long when you take a couple miles. And the 5Ks, I mean, the 5K challenge was 30 minutes running four times a week. It was not asking you to, you know, go out and train for a marathon or even run for an hour. So, mm-hmm. you know, that half an hour is very doable for most of us. Yeah, yeah. And now so many of those women are excited to step up to our 10K challenge. It's going to be starting in June. So they seem to really get hooked on it and, and are looking for more. Looking for more, yep. Yes. So um, we're going to have to move this party along because I am going to have to leave for the hospital soon. So All right. Um, well, let's... you got to read, read Caitlin's. Okay. All righty. So um, Caitlin, a half marathoner, says, I was getting ready for my run today, got changed, and went to put my shoes on, looked down, and found I had changed into my PJs instead of my running clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy brain, Freudian clothing slip taking don't think just go a little too far 
<laughs> I love that. You go to change and you're like, oh, whoops, PJs. Um, okay, so the next song is called uh, Silver Lining by First Aid Kit. Um, and that's a song, uh, the lyric that I loved on this one is got to keep on keeping on. Mm, yeah. Sounds like it's from the seventies. Got to keep on keeping on. And so does, so does, you know, it's not the most peppy song ever, but, um, it's, if you hear the whole thing, you might like it, um, more than just this little, cause Sarah, do you remember we were in the car? I, I played it for you and I was like, okay, rate that on a one to 10. And you're like a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me how you really feel, Sarah. Oh my goodness. That's so funny. There's no starting over and no Innings time raises all Just gotta keep on All right, so we got two more. We got persistence to go through, and then we're going to get to race day, and then we'll let you go mm-hmm. under the knife. Yes. Um, okay, so persistence. Jillian in the half marathon. I am so excited to see how my pace is improving during this training plan. I pushed it on my intervals today to a pace I think of as fast in my head and felt like I could even give a little bit more. I am loving this feeling. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think fast in your head totally counts as fast everywhere else. So it's all perception. Yeah. Yeah. So Christy just needs to vent for a second. I am so disgusted with the last couple of weeks of my training. It's been so cold with such low wind chills. I feel like all my runs are just a slow, painful slog. I don't feel like I've made any progress in the last three weeks, and I'm starting to worry I won't be ready for my May 3rd race. I'm just so frustrated. And I think I think people have to remind themselves of that as they're running their race, and we hope, Chrissy, that your race last weekend went well. That, I mean, just think where you started with this. I mean, the, you know, the, the mounds and mounds and mounds of snow and the ice and the wind chill and the, you know, hail and all that stuff. And, and to be thinking now, you know, you're doing races with hopefully maybe there's some leaf buds, if not real leaves on the trees and some flowers blooming. And so, yeah, well, and that's where the work gets done. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's why this is under persistence is because, you know, it is that training It is the consistency of day in day out. You know what? I feel like I am, you know, I feel like an elephant can run faster than me right now but I'm still going to get in these three miles, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, you do that day after day after day. And then one day, and you don't get to pick which day, but one day something clicks, whether the weather changes or, you know, you get a good night's sleep and your legs feel fresh and you're like, holy cow. I mean, people have been talking about how they've done it. Like their paces feel lighter, easier, mm-hmm. but it is those, those days of work when, you know, you're, when the runs are just a slow, painful slog and you're just like WTF, I'm done. I don't want to do this. You do that a cup, you know, you have enough of those runs and you're going to have a breakthrough and that's, yeah. you know, you just have to stay persistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then this is Liz um, with her confession. I've fallen off the running and eating wagon this week and I'm feeling like a slug between Valentine's candy and birthday cake, snow, ice and cold, and only having one vehicle to escape the perils of our driveway. I've only managed one treadmill workout. I even missed my first trail race scheduled for Saturday. But today is a new day, and I just wanted to let any other mother runners who have lost their way know that there are others who are working to bring back the badass in Bammer. Bring back the badass. Bring back the badass. <laughs> and again, like, yeah, so you, you know, you, you, so, you do, so you skip it, you eat crap, you eat whatever. Yeah, every day is a new day to mm-hmm. start again. So yeah, there's push, no reason to, to yeah. regret. Yeah, push that reset button. Yeah. So yeah. no reason to regret why you, that was a layup right there. The, you, I know, you, right? You put in some more Brandy Carlisle, and this is the things I regret. For a heart that is broken makes a beautiful sound When you're wearing on your sleeve all the things you regret You can only remember what you want to forget All right, and we are at race day. 
So this we are at race day. Race yeah. day. So this is um, a couple people have done the races. Actually, more than a couple. A lot of people have done the races, um, and a lot of people are probably hopefully bringing it in right now because mm-hmm. um, we're at about an hour. So um, depending upon maybe you're halfway through, or maybe you're close to halfway through, or maybe you're at mile five of a 10k, or wherever you are. Here's a little little bit of race sentiment to, to bring it keep it strong. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Jessica, who ran a hot and humid Lincoln half marathon this weekend in Nebraska. And while I didn't hit a new PR, I'm incredibly excited with my mental toughness during this race. I didn't give up and walk after 10 miles when I really started feeling the heat. Instead, I passed 199 people. Mm-hmm. Not 200. No, not 200. I know. Well, but again, like, these are my people. Like, do, I, I would have counted 199 people, too. I mean, you know what? Maybe she... I think it's one know. of those things where the, some races will tell you that, like, give you splits about how many people you passed in a certain distance. Oh, Victoria, wow. Victoria did that. It was, marathon. It was very exciting. Awesome. Okay. To finish with a little, little kick across the finish line, I'll tackle my time goal again with the fall half marathon and learned a lot with this training cycle and race. But for now, I'm going to celebrate my kick-ass mental victory. Oh, yeah. Celebrate hard, Jessica. I, Most definitely. I, I love that. I love that there's, you know, there's always a silver lining, right? Mm-hmm. You can find my silver lining. Oh, yeah. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, yeah. If it's not, if you didn't meet the A goal, you know, have a B goal, have a C goal. You know, you can slice and dice it and find something positive to pull out of it for sure. And if you don't meet any of those, then find a goal that you already (laughs) made. Stay it after the finish line and be like, we, I did it. (laughs) I wanted to pass more than 198 people in the the final miles and I did it. (laughs) I did it. Exactly. I wanted to wear a blue skirt today and I did it. Good job, Jimmy. I'm so proud of me. Oh my gosh. And this next one is a half marathoner, Smarty Mac, and she was at the race that I was supposed to be selling at this weekend. Oh, Um, Sarah. You'll be there in spirit. Yes. Uh, Today, this Stella got her groove back. After completing Bloomsday and my No Limits Challenge, I kept going. Wearing my No Limits shirt, I logged another 5.5 miles to reach 13.1 total miles today because Bloomsday is a 12K. Um, So that's why it's kind of an unusual distance. I did it to honor a promise to the race administrator of the negative split half marathon that I would go the distance on my own. To that promise, he gave me my finisher shirt and medal, knowing I would have been there to run on race day had I not been in mourning. May you all feel the joy of having no limits. Thank you, Dimity, Sarah, and Christine for this challenge and believing in and supporting us. Tonight, my wise eight-year-old asked me, did you do your very best? To which I answered, yes. And his response was, then that's all that matters. He walked the last two miles with me to cross the imaginary finish line. It's a great day. Oh, I love, I could cry about that. I mean, that's, I just, that, that right there just sums up the celebration. Like, you know what? She made it work. She had a great day. Her son, you know, it's all, it's a family thing. Like, I, I just love that. Every, every single bit of that. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Smarty. Is that her real name? No, it's not. Smarty Mac. Do you know her real name? I do not. I've seen her on our Facebook page, and um, you did, oh, you didn't. I was gonna say did you meet her at Bloomsday, but that was pretty much sticking my broken ankle in my mouth. So, <laughs> um, okay. So the last song, a lot of you guys suggested this, and so yes, I relented and let you have it. Nice. Thank You're you so later, generous. Is yeah. um, the best day of my life by American Authors. <laughs> Sarah it was in the half marathon challenge and she dropped down to the 10K. Um, so I don't have a half marathon race report because in the end, I ran a 10K. This, this is the third challenge I've done with you wonderful Bammers, and each one has been different. Each has helped me learn new things about myself and realize different goals. However, this one taught me the most. 
When the challenge started, I did what I always do. I tried to max it out, doing the most ambitious levels of work offered. Because this challenge wasn't divided into levels of varying ease, I quickly burnt out, and I couldn't continue at the rate I wanted to go. At first, I was disappointed, but I didn't want to just quit running, so I decided to reshape my personal challenge into something that felt fun and good for me, and I landed on 10K. So I trained for a 10K, which I ran yesterday, and I feel about, good about my time and had fun. This challenge taught me that it's okay to do your own thing, that it's not necessarily a failure to step back and reassess your goals in light of your realities. In the past, I've always tried to max it out, and it's been really hard for me to step back and let go, even when things stopped being fun and felt like chores instead of relaxing activities. I hope to run a strong half in the future. I may even like to try a marathon, but the 10K is where I'm at right now, and I feel good about that. And that, for me, is a big triumph. Be, be where your feet are. So her, yeah. Sarah's feet were at a 10K and she was you know wise enough to see that and, and acknowledge it early on. And I think that sounds like a real triumph and, and push past her limits as, you know, as they were. So I think that's awesome. Awesome, Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So our last comment comes from Keely, who's part of the 5K plan. She said, I have a lot of bling, but I'm looking forward to this medal most of all. This is the medal I earned for picking myself back up, dusting myself off, and refusing to give up on myself for claiming my power for honoring my body and my brain and my spirit. Amen, Keely. Yes. And to, and to everybody who's running today, whether you're in the challenge or not, you are making a choice to honor your body, your brain and your spirit. And we're all super proud of you and, um, and hope that you have great races, right? Yes. Yes, most definitely. And, and, um, we want to say that if you are feeling kind of, if maybe if you're a part of this challenge or not, and you think it sounds, wow, that sounds really nifty. Want to do a little plug for the fact that we have, we are launching our first ever marathon challenge on Monday. Yes. The day after Mother's Day. May 11th. Yeah. Yes. We are doing the hashtag find your strong marathon challenge. And it is going to start if if you have a marathon the first weekend in October, you would start training on June 1st because it's an 18-week program. It's going to offer all the same um, support through Strava, weekly newsletters, you get swag, a t-shirt, a really awesome medal like Keely was excited for, just really beautiful, inspirational, get-you-out-the-door stuff to be a marathon. But if you choose a marathon that's later in the fall, you can completely change the date the start date and so that training peaks and your weekly newsletters will be at the exact same place as you are so i'm calling i'm calling it we have five waves oh five kind of like corrals we have five different waves so five different starting dates because 18 weeks is long enough to train focused for a marathon so we don't want people to start you know on june 1st and then be running the new york city marathon and have Mm -hmm. um you know four extra weeks of training because that's just an invitation to burn your little badass out. So. Yes. Yes. So, so, and if, um, so again, that will, um, st- go for sale in our store, which is motherrunnerstore.com that goes on sale May 11th, Monday. And then we're going to have a 10 K find your strong and a half marathon find your strong that will start in June and it will go on sale in, um, in a, several weeks. So stay tuned for that. So just wanted to say, you know, uh, you too can get in on the challenge action. <laughs> you too can have your comment read. And uh, yes. yeah, no, um, thank you to everybody who, who joined us. Congratulations to everybody um, who is, is finding their limits today and, um, and uh, many happy miles, right, Sarah? Yes, most definitely. Many happy miles to you. 